Welcome to Storytime Revolution! My name is Jared McCurran, and I've been having a, a bit of a rough time with it. And I, um, I always know that, that in praise there is restoration. And so I'm going to spend a few minutes in praise, and then after that I'm going to do devotions, and then I have some work that needs to be done on my property, and I'm going to go deal with that. And it's going to be a good day because I'm going to walk in the Holy Spirit. And I'm not going to sin against Him. I'm going to do what He tells me to do. And I'm going to trust in Him and rely on Him and hope in Him for all things. So I've got a hymnal, and we're going to sing some hymns based in Scripture. First one, Psalms 86, 9 and 10. How great thou art! O Lord my God, when I in awesome wonder consider all the worlds thy words have made, I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder, thy power throughout the universe displayed then sings my soul my Savior God to thee how great thou art how great thou art then sings my soul my Savior God to thee how great thou art, how great thou art, when through the woods and forest glades I wander, and hear the birds sing sweetly in the trees, when I look down, from lofty mountain grandeur, and hear the brook, and feel the gentle breeze. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. And when I think that God his Son not sparing sent him to die, I scarce can take it in that on the cross my burden gladly bearing he bled and died to take away my sin and then sings my soul my Savior God to thee how great thou art how great thou art 
Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to Thee. How great Thou art, how great Thou art. <coughs> Excuse me, hairball. When Christ shall come with shout of acclamation and take me home, what joy shall fill my heart? And then I shall bow in humble adoration and there proclaim my God, how great Thou art! Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to Thee. How great Thou art! How great Thou art! Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art, how great thou art, Lord God, you are amazing, you are wonderful, we are blessed to know you, we are blessed to be a part of you, we are blessed to share in your power via the Holy Ghost, the Spirit who came to dwell in us and comfort us and guide us, and we thank you for the deliverance of your Son. How merciful are you that you saved us while we were still even in our sin. God, you are good and great, and you are above all. Daily Light, November 10th. Fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Just as you presented your members as slaves of uncleanliness and of lawlessness leading to more lawlessness, so now present your members as slaves of righteousness for holiness. In Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails anything, but a new creation, and as many as walk according to this rule, peace and mercy be upon them. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. So I'm going to walk through this with what my thoughts are of this. So this first part, presenting your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. We are his temple. His spirit lives in us. His power is in us. The God is in us. He's a part of us. 
So we're to treat ourselves as something different than what the rest of the world is doing. We are not to partake in what the world does because we are a holy vessel that he dwells in. And as far as I can tell, the only way for you to know how to do that properly is to listen to the Holy Spirit as he guides you. And the only way to hear the Holy Spirit properly is first by the renewing of the mind being transformed by the reading of the Holy Scriptures, understanding the character of God, and then second, silencing those evil and wicked spirits who are trying to deceive you. Some of them you can just get rid of by proclaiming the power of God over them and commanding them to go, casting them into the abyss where they belong. Some of them may have a foothold in your life because you're in sin, and so you need to confess your sin and repent so they have no foothold and then cast them out. And some of them may have a foothold because you're living in unforgiveness or something when you haven't forgiven. If, if you have those things, if, um, living, having, living in unforgiveness or living in sin, then they have a foothold over you and you must um, remove their foothold and then cast them away. That way you hear only the perfect voice of the power of God. So, that, so and I think the, the, the members is a reference to like our, our body, the hands, feet, eyes, brain, things like that. Um, so we're not to present the members of our body. There's to be a slaves to righteousness and holiness. And being circumcised or non-circumcised, like those are, those are uh, law-based. We're a new creation. And we, and we walk according to this rule, the, the rule of the power of the Spirit that guides us and directs us. When we walk in that, we're not, um, we're not bound up and tied into the law, which there is only death. The, the Spirit fulfills the law in us. If we're walking in the Spirit, we can't go against the law. But by His grace, we're able to do that. And the Father is glorified when we do that because then we bear his fruit and prove to be Christ's disciples. As you walk that walk, you prove to be his disciples by the fruit that you bear. And we're, we're appointed to do that. So we ought to. So that whatever we ask in the name of the Father, we, we receive because now we're walking in his will because we're walking in the Spirit. And, and the Spirit was the will of God that was given to us by, by Christ who, who perfected and was that will and gave us that will so that, so that we can walk in his will and be perfected and, and come into his glory and, and all these things. That is the wonderful walk of being with our Lord. Let's see what Oswald Chambers has to say about November 10th. Fellowship in the Gospel. Fellow laborer in the Gospel of Christ. 1 Thessalonians 3, 2. After sanctification, it is difficult to state what your aim in life is, because God has taken you up into his purpose by the Holy Ghost. He is using you now for his purpose throughout the world as he used his Son for the purpose of our salvation. If you seek great things for yourself, God has called me for this and that. You are putting a barrier to God's use of you. As long as you have personal interest in your own character or any set ambition, you cannot get through into identification with God's interest. You can only get there by losing forever any idea of yourself and by letting God take you right out into his purpose for the world. And because your goings are of the Lord, you can never understand your ways. I have to learn that the aim in life is God's, not mine. God is using me from his great personal standpoint, and all he asks of me is that I trust him and never say, Lord, this gives me such heartache. To talk in that way makes a clog. 
when I stop telling God what I want, He can catch me up for what He wants without let or hindrance. He can crumple me up or exalt me. He can do anything He chooses. He simply asks me to have implicit faith in Himself and in His goodness. Self-pity is of the devil. If I go off on that line, I cannot be used by God for His purpose in the world. I have a world within the world in which I live, and God will never be able to get me outside it because I am afraid of being frostbitten. So let's see if I can break this down so I can understand it properly, and maybe that'll help you. After sanctification, it is difficult to state what your aim in life is, because now you have no aim. Your only aim is to do the will of the Father through the power of the Holy Ghost. He's using you now for His purpose throughout the world, just like He used His Son. That is our call, to be used by God for whatever He has. It seems like I had this thought last night, that it seems like that our entire identity is to be removed and His identity is to be put into us so that everything that we think and do is now, is now His thoughts. Like we're no longer our own selves. Our, our self is removed. Like we still are, but it's Him. I think that's right. I could be wrong, but I think that's right. It resonated with me because we, we, I, I rejected that because, oh, I lose myself if I do that. But, but you don't lose yourself. You just become full in Him. He, he becomes your fullness. And it, it, it lines up here. You can only get there by losing forever any idea of yourself and by letting God take you right out into His purpose for the world. And we can only do that if we lose any idea of ourselves and, and take up His his full idea of who we are, giving him full submission into us, giving all of us to him to let him do with it whatever he wants to do with it. And we can't understand what he's doing with it. His ways are far beyond ours. But we can understand that he's telling us what to do today, and today is what's important, and today is what we ought to deal with. Not worrying about tomorrow, worrying about today. Not saying... This is too much. This is too hard. I can't do this. I don't trust you. Whatever you've asked me to do is impossible. No. Full trust. You tell me to do it, I'm going to do it no matter what, even if it makes no sense. Even the rest of the world tells me I'm crazy. Even if other Christians tell me I'm wrong. If he's telling me to do it, I'm doing it. I know he's telling me to do it because I've refined my mind and transformed my mind by the power of the Holy Scriptures. And I've cast out evil spirits because I'm not walking in sin. And if I am, I confess my sin and repent. And I'm not walking in unforgiveness because I've allowed him to move me out of unforgiveness by pointing out what my forgiveness is. And I've taken up the point of the, the, the stance of saying, I will not do that. And so I will forgive. And in that, I can be purified and not be attacked by evil spirits. And even if there is temptation, I can reject it by his strength. And this is all, like, this is a process that we've got to go through. But when we, when we get there, we can hear his voice and he can become totally us. And we've become totally him so that his will is our will and we do whatever he tells us to do. We can live in this world and not be conformed to it. But if we don't do that then we are going to be afraid and we're not going to go out and do anything and we're just going to not move and we're going to decay and we're going to die and we will be the servant who buried our money in the ground and said, God, I was afraid of what you would do if I didn't do right, so I just hid it so I wouldn't lose it. And, and we will feel shame at that because 
because that's wrong. It's just wrong. Father God, you're in heaven, and you're wonderful, and you're amazing, and, and your name is above all names. You are God above all gods, and we want your kingdom to become in fullness here on this earth. We want to help manifest your kingdom. We want your will to be done in us and in all others. We want earth to be your heavenly abode just as heaven is your heavenly abode. And we know and we trust you for all the things that we need. And, and we forgive others just as you have forgiven us. And we ask you that, that, that if we are led into temptation that you will deliver us from it and give us strength through it. And you will save us from the evil one. We know that without a doubt. You, you have more power than he could ever fathom. And, and without a doubt, your kingdom is, 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 has all power and glory and forever, for all eternity. You are above all. You are wonderful. You are majestic. And so we submit ourselves and our lives to you, O oh God. In view of your mercy, O oh God, may we present our body as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to you, which is our reasonable service. May we not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind, that we may prove that your will is good and acceptable and perfect. And for who you are and what you have done, accept our praise, O Lord. We will exalt you, our God and King. We will bless your name forever and ever. Every day we will bless you and we will praise your name forever and ever. Great are you, Lord, and most worthy of praise. Your greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall praise your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. And we shall speak of the might of your awesome works and we will proclaim your great deeds. We will express the memory of your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. You, O Lord, are gracious and compassionate. You're slow to anger and great in loving kindness. You are good to all and your tender mercies are over all your works. For who you are and what you have done, accept our thanks, O Lord. Blessed are you, O Lord, for you have heard the voice of our prayers. You are our strength and our shield. Our hearts trust in you and we are helped. Our hearts greatly rejoice and we will give thanks to you in song. And Holy Spirit, search our hearts and reveal to us any unconfessed sin that you find in us. Search us, O God, and know our heart. Test us and know our anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in us and lead us in the way everlasting. And Lord, we thank you for the forgiveness you promised when you said, Come now, let us reason together. Though our sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. And we rejoice, Lord Jesus, in the identity we have in you. We have been crucified with you. And it is no longer we who live, but you who live in us. And the life which we now live in the flesh, we live by faith in you, the Son of God, who loved us and delivered yourself up for us. And we have forgiveness from the penalty of sin because you died for us. But you, O oh God, demonstrate your own love for us, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And we have freedom from the power of sin because we died with you. In you, O oh Christ, we were circumcised with a circumcision made without hands. 
in the removal of the body of the flesh by your circumcision, having been buried with you in baptism and raised with you through faith in the working of God who raised you from the dead. And we have fulfillment for this day because you live in us. And so we eagerly expect and hope that we will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage so that now as always you, Jesus Christ, will be exalted in our body, whether by life or by death. For to us, to live in you, Jesus Christ, means everything, and to die is gain. And so by faith we will allow you, O Christ, to manifest your life through us. And thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in you, and through us spreads everywhere the fragrance of the knowledge of you. And Holy Spirit, control us and fill us today. We were once darkness, but now we are light in you, O Lord. So may we walk as a child of light, for the fruit of the light consists in all goodness and righteousness and truth, learning what is pleasing to you. And as we walk in you, O Spirit, we will not fulfill the desires of the flesh, for the flesh desires what is contrary to you, and you, Holy Spirit, desire what is contrary to the flesh, for you oppose each other, so that we may not do the things that we wish. But if we are led by you, we are not under the law. And since we live in you, Spirit, may we also walk in you. And Holy Spirit, may your fruit grow in us. But your fruit, O Holy Spirit, is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. And we want to glorify the Father by bearing much fruit, and so prove to be Christ's disciple. And, O oh Lord, may your purpose be fulfilled in our life today, to love you completely, to love ourselves correctly, and to love others compassionately. We will seek first your kingdom and your righteousness. And we want to love you, O oh Lord, our God, with all of our heart, and with all of our soul, and with all of our mind, and we want to love our neighbor as ourself. Lord, the love we have from you is patient. It is kind. It does not envy. Love does not boast. It is not arrogant. It does not behave rudely, and it does not seek its own. It is not easily provoked, and it keeps no record of wrongs. It does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. We will be a witness to those who do not know you, Jesus, and we will participate in your great commission. We have been called to follow you, Jesus Christ, and to be a fisher of people. You have called us to go and make disciples of all nations, and you are with us always. We will be your witnesses to the ends of the earth. We commit our day to you, O Lord. O God, we know that all things work together for good to those who love you, to those who've been called according to your purpose, those you foreknew. You also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of your Son, that you might be, excuse me, the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And we will obey you today and trust you for all of our needs. We will trust in you, Lord, with all of our hearts and not lean on our own understanding. In all of our ways we will acknowledge you, and you will make our path straight. And, O oh Lord, guard our heart against the temptations of the world, and renew our heart and spirit. 
Since we have been raised up with you, O Christ, we will keep seeking the things above. Where you are at the right hand of God, we will set our mind on the things above, and not on the things that are on earth. And we will be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, we will let our request be made known to you, O God, and your peace, which surpasses all comprehension, shall guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. So whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence and anything worthy of praise, we will let our mind dwell on these things. And, O oh Lord, guard our heart against the weaknesses and temptations of the flesh, so that we may reckon ourselves as dead to sin. Father, we know that our old self was crucified with Christ, so that we are no longer a slave to sin. For he who has died is freed from sin. And we will reckon ourselves as dead to sin, but alive to you in Christ Jesus. And we will not present the parts of our body to sin as instruments of unrighteousness. But we will present ourselves to you, O God, as one alive from the dead, and the parts of our body as instruments of righteousness to you. So, Lord, guard our hearts against the attacks of the devil and give us the strength to resist him. As we submit ourselves to you, O God, and resist the devil, he will flee from us. And we will be of sober spirit and on the alert, our adversary, the devil, prowls about like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. But we will resist him firm in our faith. We will take up your full armor, O God, that we may be able to resist and stand firm. We put on the belt of truth and the breastplate of righteousness. We put on our feet the preparation of the gospel of peace, and we take up the shield of faith with which we will be able to extinguish all the flaming missiles of the evil one. We take the helmet of salvation and the sword of your spirit, which is your word, O God. With all prayer and petition, we will pray at all times in your spirit and be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. And Lord Jesus, we eagerly await the day when you will come again. Your kingdom come, your will be done. You have said, I'm coming quickly. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. We consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed to us. And we will not lose heart. But though our outer self is decaying, yet our inner self is being renewed day by day. For momentary light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. And our citizenship is in heaven, from which also we eagerly wait for you, our Savior, and our Lord Jesus Christ. Father God, thank you for this day. Thank you that each new day we have the ability to start fresh and start new. To not... To... to to recognize where we went wrong, to confess those wrongs, to repent of them, and walk back in spirit and in line with you. Thank you, thank you for that, that we don't have to wallow in our sin, that we don't have to, to go back into it and into it and into it and, and have no escape from it, but that you gave us freedom from it, and that if we persist with you, 
that you will give us complete freedom in you so that we can do as we ought to do. Father God, your plan is amazing. It's wonderful. Help us to walk it, please. Daily light. We sought him, but we did not find him. Return to the Lord your God, for you have stumbled because of your iniquity. Take words with you and return to the Lord. Say to him, Take away all iniquity. Receive us graciously. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Do not be deceived, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. It is good that one should hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him, though he bears long with them? Trust my soul silently, wait for God. For him comes my salvation. Truly my soul silently waits for God. From him comes my salvation. My soul waits silently for God alone. For my expectation is from him. So let's review. Return to the Lord your God, for you have stumbled because of your iniquity. That's our iniquity. We have stumbled because of our iniquity. And our words should be, Take away my iniquity and receive me graciously, O God. For we have done wrong against him, and we have no right to say that he did wrong against us. We are not tempted because of him. We are tempted because of our flesh, because we think on things which we should not think on. Because we, find we, we, allow, the, we allow those things to become acceptable for us. We allowed ourselves to become conformed to the world and say, Oh, that's okay for me. It's okay if I do that. Not asking the Spirit what is right or wrong. Not being discerning. Do not be deceived. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and only comes from the Father of lights, whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. So we wait on him, being of good courage. And he shall strengthen us, but we have to wait because, because maybe he says there's a thing coming for you. Or maybe you've asked for a thing, but it doesn't come, and it doesn't come, and it doesn't come, and it seems like it'll never come, and so he must not be faithful, he must not be true. I tell you that you did not wait steadfastly on him. He's always faithful, and always fulfills his promises, but it's in his timing. And you have to conform to him. He will avenge us, but... But he also bears long with us because we are constantly at odds with him, because we don't walk with him, because we don't think he's right. How wrong of us not to think so. He is the great good God. He alone is right. You are he. You are the first and you are also the last. You, O oh God, and Father of the Lord Jesus, are blessed forever. O oh God, the Son is the radiance of your glory and the exact representation of your being, upholding all things by his powerful word. After he cleansed our sins, he sat down at your right hand, having become as much superior to angels as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs. O oh 
Lord, your son, came down to live our life and lived it so excellently as to be perfect. May we all draw closer to him and have a better understanding of who he is and be his friends and live in fellowship with him. All our ways are before your eyes, O Lord, and you examine all our paths. So God, you know, you know us. You know us more than we can know ourselves, but you want to, you want us to admit who we are. You want us to admit our sins. You want us to admit that we have idols, that, that we live in, in slothfulness and gluttony and pride and, and, and all these things that, that can consume us if we are not careful to be diligently adhering to your word and, and trusting you and, and renewing our minds. You want us to admit that, that those things are us when, they, when it's truly are us, when those things are truly who we are. So help us. Show us, show us those things. Show us any areas of unconfessed sin. Show us any areas that are, that are against you so that we can make them so, so that we can confess them and repent of them and so you can make them purified by the power that you sent to us. And since we live in you, Holy Spirit, may we also walk in you. Father, may you fill us with the knowledge of your will through all spiritual wisdom and understanding so that we may live a life worthy of you and please you in every way, bearing fruit in every good work and growing in your grace, strengthened with all power according to your glorious might so that we may have great endurance and patience with joy. Renew us with the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Renew us with the power of the Holy Spirit. Renew us with you make us like you we cry out to you O lord and say you are my refuge my portion in the land of the living father god there is there is only you only you so so we ask that you uphold our families our ministries we ask for your guidance as we share others as we share with others who you are and, and, and what you are doing and what you have done and what you will do, helping others to grow closer to you, we ask your guidance in our vocations and avocations so that, so that they can be done according to your will. And for our activities this day, that you guide us in them so that we can walk in your will perfectly. As you, Father, sent your Son into the world, your Son also has sent us into the world, and he has prayed for those who will believe in him through our message. So for those who are in the world, going out and spreading your gospel on a local level, on a national level, and on a worldly level, we ask that you would guide them, that you would fill them with your Spirit, and that they would rely on you and trust in you and speak your words in all things. Like Jesus, dear Father, our food is to do your will and to accomplish your work. This is love, that we walk in obedience to your commandments, O God. And this is the commandment that we have heard from the beginning, that we should walk in love. Love is all. God is the full abundance of love. There is nothing good without God. And all love comes from God. And if you're not walking in love then there is a part of you that is not submitted to Him. You, Lord God, will swallow up death forever, and you will wipe away the tears from all faces. 
you will remove the reproach of your people from all the earth. For you have spoken, and it will be said in that day, Behold, this is our God. We have waited for him, and he will save us. This is the Lord. We have trusted in him. Let us rejoice and be glad in his salvation. Father, we look for the time when the holy city, the new Jerusalem, will come down out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. A loud voice from the throne will say, Behold, God makes his home with people, and he will dwell with them. And they will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. And he will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death, or mourning, or crying, or pain. For the first things have passed away. You, the one who is seated on the throne, will say, Behold, I make all things new. What a glorious day that will be, O Lord. May it be so. You have sworn by yourself. The word, the word has gone out of your mouth in righteousness and will not return. Every knee will bow before you and every tongue will acknowledge you. Lamb of God, you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals because you were slain. And with your blood you purchased for us, God, from every tribe and language and people and nation. You have made us to be a kingdom and priest to serve our God, and he will reign on earth. Father God, help us to be faithful priests to you. Help us to be your temple. Help us to follow you and walk with you. Help us to obey you and live by the power of the Spirit that you gave to us so that we can walk in your will properly and diligently with all perseverance and strength. May we run the race. Father God, bless us this day. Bless us in a full knowledge and a closer understanding and a closer intimacy of you. Abide in us that we can abide in you. Renew us and sanctify us and purify us and make us more like you. Bless us with the fruits of your Spirit. Bless us in all these things that we need and all these things that is your will. May we walk in your will diligently. And thank you. Thank you for what you have done. Thank you for what you are doing and thank you for what you are about to do. We submit to you and we give our all to you, and we love you. God bless you, and shalom.